And so, my friends, we are halfway through Lent. And we celebrate this fourth Sunday of Lent. And as we do that, I want to share with you a story. Once there was a little boy who wanted to meet God. Now, he knew that it would be a very long trip to where God lived. And so he packed a suitcase full of Twinkies, we know those, and cans of root beer. Those were his two favorite foods. And he set off on his journey to meet God. Now, he'd only gone a few blocks when he passed an older woman. She was sitting on a park bench and just staring at some pigeons. She looked very sad and lonely. And so the boy went over and sat down beside her, and he opened his suitcase, and he took out a package of the Twinkies, and he offered the Twinkies to her. Well, she gratefully took the package and smiled at the little boy. Her smile was so warm and wonderful that the boy wanted to see the smile again. And so he offered her a can of his root beer. And once again, she took the root beer and smiled at him. And the little boy was absolutely delighted. And so the two of them sat there all afternoon. They were eating Twinkies and drinking the root beers and watching the pigeons without saying a word to each other at all. Well, it grew dark, and as it grew dark, the boy realized that he'd better get started home, so he got up to leave. But before he had gone just a few steps, he stopped, he turned around, and he ran back to the older woman and gave her a great big hug, just like our little girl said, hugs are good, okay? And she gave him the biggest smile of all. Now, when the boy got home, his mother noticed how happy he seemed to be. And so she asked him what he had done all day. And this is what he told her. I had lunch with God. And you know what? She has the most beautiful smile that I've ever seen. Well, meanwhile... The older woman had returned to her home. Her son had noticed how happy and contented she seemed to be, and so he asked her what she had done that had made her so happy. And she said to her son, I sat in the park and ate Twinkies with God. You know, he's much younger than I expected. (laughs) Well, you may think... What a nice story. You might think what a beautiful story. You might think what a silly story. And you might even think, wow, what a preposterous story. But here's the nitty-gritty question, my friends. What does God look like? What does God look like? Who does God resemble? And can we really see the face of God? Of God. Well, we've heard lots of stories over the years, I think, about the appearance of the face of Jesus. 
sometimes in very odd places. You know, there's his face on the shroud. But then we may remember, some of us are old enough, that back in 2004, a woman in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, declared that she had found an image of Jesus on her decade-old burnt grilled cheese sandwich. And you know what? She auctioned that off on eBay for $28,000. Because we want to know what Jesus looks like, what God looks like. So, my friends, where do we find the face of Jesus? Where do we find the face of Jesus most explicitly? Well, today's gospel lesson, where Jesus is taken to be in front of Pilate, today's gospel lesson explains where we can find the face of Jesus. We hear it in the question Pilate asked Jesus. Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus' response is this. My kingdom is not from this world. You say I am a king. For this I was born. For this I was born to testify to the truth. To testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. And it's through Jesus' voice that we can see God. So how do we listen to the voice of Jesus? Where can we find the face of Jesus? And so today as we celebrate this fourth Sunday of Advent, I'm sorry, of Lent, wrong season, we remember what kind of king Christ really was. Jesus was a servant king who did the will of God his father, the one who took care of the needs of God's people. The one who took care of the needs of God's people. And so you and I, my friends, are called to learn through Jesus how to live. We are called to be a blessing for others simply by living like Christ would have us live. Jesus asks us to look at the world and the people of the world through his eyes, through Jesus' eyes, and through his heart. If we can do that, we'll be enabled to see the face of Christ in our families, in our friends, our neighbors, in the faces of strangers, even in the face of those whom we may not like. We're called to look at the world through Jesus' eyes and his heart. There's an Irish legend about a king. He had no, he had no descendants or no children to succeed him on the throne. 
And so he had his messengers post signs in every town and village, inviting qualified young people to apply for an interview with the king. And this was the way that the king hoped to be able to choose a successor before he died. Two qualifications were stressed. The person must have a deep love for God and a deep love for their neighbor. Well, there was a young man who saw one of the signs. And he indeed had a deep love for God and for his neighbor. And so he felt a kind of inner voice telling him to apply for the interview. And so he set off for the interview. It was a long journey. And after a month of travel, one day, the young man caught sight of the king's castle. It sat high on a hill in the distance. Well, at the same time, he also caught sight of a poor old beggar who was sitting by the side of the road. And the beggar held out his hand and pleaded for help. He said in a very weak voice, I'm hungry and I'm cold. Could you give me something warm to wear and something nourishing to eat? Well, the sight of the beggar moved the young man very deeply. He stripped off his warm outer clothes and he exchanged them for the tattered old coat of the beggar. And he also gave the beggar most of the provisions that he had left that he'd been carrying in his backpack for his return journey. Somewhat uncertainly, he walked on to the castle in his tattered clothes and without enough food for his return trip. When the young man arrived at the castle, the guards met him at the gate and they took him to the visitor's area. And after a long wait, the young man was led in to see the king. He bowed low before the throne. And when he straightened up, the young man could hardly believe his eyes. He said to the king, You were the beggar beside the road. And the king said, That's right. And the young man said, why did you do this to me? And the king said, I had to find out if you really did love God and your neighbors. And then the king told him that he had proven himself and he was the new heir. So my friends, we meet Jesus, our king, the Son of God, and we can see the face of Jesus every day. We see his face in the faces of family and friends and neighbors, and especially in the face of strangers and even in those whom we might not agree with and whom we just may not like and yet we're called to love them. So my friends, we are blessed 
to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. We're meant to share Jesus' love with others. And so as we continue our Lenten journey to Easter, we're called to witness to the truth that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is our King, and we're called to witness to the truth of God's unconditional love for all of God's people, every single one. In today's gospel lesson, where Jesus is brought before Pilate, we hear Jesus say that he was born to testify to the truth, the truth of who God is, the truth of who Jesus is as our Redeemer and Savior, the one who brings us new life and brings us eternal life. Not because of something that we do, but simply because he loves us. And so in the midst of a world that struggles with so many things, the coronavirus, unspeakable injustice, sickness, poverty and hunger and economic distress, a horrible war that kills so many, we are called to be witnesses of God's truth. The truth that we are all made in the image and likeness of God. The truth that God intends justice and love and peace for all people. The truth that ultimately God's kingdom will prevail. And so as we journey to Easter, let us grab hold of the promises of God that God's kingdom will reign forever and ever. And the people of God say, Amen. Amen.